you're tuned in to another episode of What's Going Up with me, Kay, Kristen, and Cheyenne. Our goal for this podcast is to create a community where we can learn, uplift, and grow from each other's experiences through laughter, tears, and a few. We hope to encourage, connect, and bring you high vibes. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to another episode. So this episode is titled... The word of the day day is therapy. The word of the day is therapy. Yes. So we talk all the time about how important we feel therapy is and um, how much it's needed (laughs) and how we really want to do it. So how do you guys feel about therapy? Like when was, when did you first learn about therapy being a thing? Mm. Uh, I learned in high school, like I never heard of therapy Mm -hmm. at all until high school. And it was only because my mom was getting therapy at the time. Okay. And she was like, she was going through it at the time. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I do know that she was like, I have to find therapy. Mm -hmm. And she didn't go into full detail, but I just know it was existing. Like, I know that's what she was doing at the time. Mm -hmm. And I just remember it being like, she's going to this person to get help. But mm-hmm. I still didn't have a full understanding of what therapy was yeah, or why she needed it or why does anybody need it? Like, I never had a full conversation of how to seek out getting help about mental health. I don't think mental health was even addressed like the way it is now Mm-mm. during my time in high school, which yeah. is in, what, two thousand and. I don't want to bring my time up because that's a long time ago, but 2008, nine, mm-hmm. that's probably when I really learned about it. Really? Okay. Well, not learned about it, but even just heard the word therapy. Yeah. What about you, Shy? Now that I think about it, the first time I learned about therapy was my little brother had to get therapy. I want to say I was, mm, I was like 10 at the time. So my middle brother, Darion, he had to do therapy due to different like behavioral issues mm-hmm. and just things that went that took place and I remember us all meeting with the pastor and after my mom was like nah he needs some professional help mm-hmm. and I remember him meeting the therapist like once a week so that was my introduction but even then I couldn't really understand it it was just like him talking to this person have you had therapy I had. I've had therapy um, my ninth grade year in high school. So I was 13. Mm. But that was so really on. Yeah. Mm. Yes, it was. Well, it was really. You know about it early, like young. Early. You know, yeah. the fact that both of you guys yeah. even know somebody personally that's gone to therapy is like crazy to me because I feel like usually when it's talked about in mm. our community, it's not mm. a thing. Mm-mm. You yes. know what I mean? Or like for me, the most that I knew about. I don't think I've known a whole lot about therapy until being an adult. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like thinking back, anything I think I heard about therapy was just like related to white people in therapy. Yeah. And I still, like you didn't really have an understanding or know what it meant or what was happening, but the conversation of mental health in general was mm-hmm. not a thing aside from the problems we'll see, that's that the, people have, you know, with mental health. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the thing. So, like, even now me looking back and even knowing that my brother went to therapy, but, like, one thing I have noticed is normally 
even I heard it when I started therapy, like, oh, you know, you don't talk to, a, you don't sit in the chair, you talk to Jesus, you know, like, and that's just They bring religion into it to been, fix it all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's just <laughs> always been the thing that I've heard all my life. I think my mom was one of the first people in my family to kind of, like, break that, I guess you could say, generational curse, mm-hmm. to say, like, okay, I'm not just going to go to the pastor, I'm going to actually seek help, because my right. mom is also, you know, someone who has... I've seen her go through therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, I definitely get you. I for sure had this notion too growing up like, okay, yeah, only white people go to therapy because you know, you always hear about white people going to therapy. Yeah. I actually, so. I'm thinking about it now and I know this is going to sound lame, but another reflection I had um, as a child seeing therapy mm-hmm. was when Michael Jordan was in Space Jam mm-hmm. and he was laying on the lawn couch mm-hmm. thing and he was talking to his therapist. Oh yeah, yeah. That was I my first that. time ever actually seeing like a therapy scene, but also yeah. as a black man like mm-hmm. going to therapy. Uh-huh. That was my first time ever seeing it. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it now. probably the first but... time I ever actually saw it too because I remember that scene, but I didn't know that that's what was happening. I didn't know what was happening at the time, but yeah. now like thinking back, like when did I actually even yeah. like think about what therapy is? Mm-hmm. I think about that scene. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I do remember that. And shoot, that's a whole different topic because you know black, black men, men don't, don't, go to therapy. don't go to therapy. Girl. They need to, but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because they're scared. I know I'm scared. Yeah, to well, go to therapy. I I think too it has something to do with like what Kay was saying. You know, like in the black community, you are really taught like like you hear that saying, "What happens in the house stays in the house." You mm-hmm. know, and even the way you're taught, you know, not to cry, not to really show too much emotion. If you go talk to anybody, you know, that's the first thing they say. Well, you need to talk to Jesus, or mm-hmm. you need to go talk to the church. It's, and maybe that's why I'm scared easy, though, because I'm like. Is that working? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I don't that think is, so. Yeah, no. I mean, not. Yeah. I'm not saying that it. No, I'm not saying that it doesn't work. Maybe for, for some, some people it can work. I don't know. I don't think mm. it's working on the scale of which <laughs> it's, it's good. It needs not great. To. It's not working in this, in the way that actual therapy should be working. Yes, it's not doing that. And even, do you guys um, know Kev on stage? Yes, okay, I, I love, love him. him. And his wife. You've never heard of him? No, I've never heard of him. Oh, what? Him and his wife's come up story is lit. Yeah. Like, you I, should go, you should follow you should their follow page. them, especially his wife, uh, Melissa. You've really been able to see her blossom on camera. Oh my like, God. Like from the time they first started the Love Hour podcast that they yes. had to now. And they are so real on that just, podcast. Mm-hmm. And they are just thriving. I love them. But yeah. anyway, I brought him up because he always mentions that like seeing your pastor is not the same as going to somebody that is a trained professional yes. when it comes to therapy mm-hmm. or counseling. You know what I mean? Like, and they have so much on their plate that they're trying to figure out anyway. Mm-hmm. And everybody's coming to them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's like they're not gonna give you the information that you need like therapy will. That's yeah. why we when it comes to mental health. This is why me and Devon need therapy. Because yeah. I feel like um we have a lot of pressures. We mm-hmm. deal with a lot of pressures from family and friends and like even our children. Like mm-hmm. we have set these expectations for ourselves that are so high that we don't even know how to address them sometimes. Mm-hmm. And because we can't like get through that emotion, we get 
bottled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Couples therapy is definitely needed. I always told Jimmy, like, before we get married, I definitely want to do therapy together. I think yeah. that's a good idea. I, I can't go into a marriage without doing therapy together. Because that's when you really get to know them deep-rooted things. And mm-hmm. it, it even will help him to kind of figure me out a little bit better when knowing how to deal with me. Mm-hmm. And even me knowing how to understand him, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Like, those things that hasn't been touched on. Mm-hmm. It'll definitely bring up certain conversations that you need to have mm-hmm. that you maybe aren't thinking of yeah. or, you know, and yeah, before marriage, I think is great. We just um, started counseling. We're actually going to find a new counselor just because of the platform that we've been on. Um, it's not as beneficial as we thought it was. Was it online? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, <laughs> it's one of those where, um, what you call it, um, where you can reach out to the therapist on the site and then like it has a text feature. Now I thought the text feature was going to like, they were going to be more responsive than they actually are. Mm -hmm. And then aside from that, scheduling has been really difficult, like with them not having times. Um, So yeah, we're going to look for somebody else. But other than that, we've only had one session and it wasn't a bad session. Um, Mm -hmm. We have our follow-up one tomorrow actually so Mm -hmm. that'll be interesting to see you know how that goes and being able to follow up they give you homework so i know we'll be able to go back over yeah what our homework is um and then i started my own individual therapy which has been going fantastic i love it it's been going so well i really enjoy it you should share with them about the mindfulness thing that workbook yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So about. what is it? It's mindfulness workbook. It's funny because on Amazon, when I went to buy it, it says therapist recommended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly this is the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just talks about, so there's a couple of different things that go into mindfulness. Um, but one of the practices that's on there is like um, mindful eating. So they basically wanted me to eat a raisin, right? But you start off with having it in your hand and you look at it, you know, like you really assess it. What color does it look like? You know, you pay attention to the folds and whatnot. And then um, you just take your time. You smell it. Like you engage all of your senses. You smell it. You move it around in your hand to see if you hear it. Um, and then, or not if you hear it, but like what sound it makes, if you squeeze it, is it squishy or little things like that. It's just basically wanting you to engage, um, all of your senses and then you eat it. You think about the fact that, you know, you're putting your, um, your hand naturally goes to your mouth. Mm. You know, you put it in your mouth. What does it taste like? You take a second, kind of chew it around. And all of that to say that it's just really taking your time, putting yourself in that moment, right? Mm -hmm. So while you're doing that, you don't have the opportunity to think about all the other things that you have to do for the day, what's going on in your life or any of that. Um, It just puts you right in that moment. And so you can do that. You can do just regular meditation. Um, Breath work is a form. Grounding, which is basically where you walk outside barefoot 
or lay in the grass. Um, and that just, I love that one. That's the one you gave me. Mm -hmm. She, when Kay does her therapy afterwards, sometimes I'd be like, so how did it go? (laughs) And then she just gives us all such great information afterwards, which encourages us more to want to get therapy. Yeah. The grounded one or grounding is where, yeah. well, you can explain yeah. it. Well, it kind of, it's supposed to like help center you mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be a way to detox from just like the electronic things mm-hmm. and, and do just that, like ground you again. Yeah. But yeah, you walk in the grass. You, you miss the grass. Anywhere. You, you can be well, outside on the pavement. Anywhere. Yeah, I, I heard that okay. too. Um, I have heard that. It's, they For say some reason some- in my mind. The grass. I was thinking grass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they say it has something to do with like something about walking barefooted. It relieves of a lot of impurities in your mm-hmm. body through your feet. But even just being like centered, it just it does something for you. It mm-hmm. helps ground you. Yeah. I think we should practice that tonight, we guys. Should. Yeah. We, should. we should. I've been doing it with the kids since you told us. Like really? me and the kids Love will go it. outside in the mornings or like random times we yeah. like to just be more outside with our shoes off yeah um and it helps i think it makes them feel like our yard and like our home is more of their home like oh, this is yeah. their space because they're like i'm one with this land yeah, like it connects you it absolutely mm-hmm. connects you i think it's a great practice cool. i think um meditation is really good too and people mm-hmm. have this misconception that when you meditate it's you clearing your mind or it's, it's like, not, um, yeah, and it's um, not that like, at all. Like, and it's helped me so much when it comes to being able to identify negative thoughts that pop up yes. and then being able to be like, that's negative thought, let it pass, mm-hmm. you know, versus all day long, we're thinking about stuff, negative stuff comes up and then you start to get anxious or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you've ever thought of the closest person to you dying. And then it's like, you you start to build these emotions. You're like, oh of my like, god! Oh you my cr- god! You now you're worried. Now, now, yeah, yeah, all of that can come from it. So it's like being able to recognize, okay, this is a negative thought. One, I'm fine. Two, they're fine. And maybe take that time to call that person if they're on your mind like that, mm-hmm. you know. But then at least you're recognizing it and you can move past it, yes. and you're not allowing it to um, consume you. Yes. yes, I think that's important. Wait, do you have anything further? Like, how do you feel about therapy? Or mm-hmm. um, what do you want from therapy? Yeah, <laughs> that was actually a question that my therapist asked. So they were telling, or she asked me um, what my therapy goals are. Mm-hmm. And one of the big ones for me is wanting to be able to recognize my toxic traits. Mm-hmm. You know, like. That's deep. Be- no, that's scary. I don't want to reflect on myself like that sometimes. It can be. be. You definitely, yeah, it's like looking at yourself Mm -hmm. in the mirror completely. But I want to be able to do that because of certain situations that I want to know, like, what part have I played to make this turn out the way it has? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, like, if it's something negative, because Mm -hmm. it's not ever just the other person's fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think with that, it'll just help me in all of my relationships you know yeah, so that yeah. that was a big one for me okay yeah um I think my goal for therapy when I do get it and I do start because I yeah. am <laughs> um is to learn how to communicate better yeah I need to figure out how to 
get out exactly what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. like straight on and forward and not like beat around the bush mm-hmm. or like second guess what I'm thinking and mm-hmm. not say anything at all. Yeah. Like, um, I think there's a lot of times when like people um, have certain conversations with anybody and you're just like, I don't know if I said the right things or mm-hmm. I don't know if I did the right things or I hope that that person doesn't see me a certain way. And I feel like I do that often, you know, like I reflect on um, just what other people are thinking or what Mm -hmm. other people are saying. And, you know, I just, I want to be able to communicate that feeling of like, are you okay? Or like, like, I just want to be able to communicate better (laughs) (laughs) on all levels. Yeah. That's a really good one. I hope it helps. I can't even communicate that. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to still communicate and communicating, but that's, that's life. Yeah, that's a good one. That is, I think my goal for therapy is to help understand myself more. Mm-hmm. I know lately I've been so angry, but I can't figure out why I'm angry. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, and I think it has to do with a lot of like built up emotions. I am that type where when things happen, I notice I'm always too calm to the situation, like things that I should get mad about. Mm hmm. I don't get mad. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an underlining issue to that. Mm. So that's something I would definitely want to figure out is like, why do I do the things I do? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do I react this way? Or how come when, even in my relationship, like when he say this, I take it this way, you know, yeah. like what is this stemming from? Mm-hmm. That's something I, that's my goal for therapy. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. I think we all have really good goals. And I think we all have really, really great intentions. Mm, I do. Yeah. I think we're just trying to be better humans. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah, for sure. That's what therapy does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it will. Yeah. Um, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode and that you're able to take something from it. You yeah. can find us on our Instagram at what's going up. All lowercase, no space. Yeah, that's a thing. So, <laughs> we'll see here, you guys. <laughs> we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Yes. Yeah.